Woo! Molly, Molly May's giveaway. Have you, have you entered it yet? Yes, I did it three times in my different accounts. <laughs> three times, you're shameless. You're actually shameless. No, 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 no. I'm so sorry. Read the room, baby. Give it to me. Black Lives Matter. Give it to me, sweetie. No, give it to me. Give it to me. Like, I'm gassed. Same. I'm gassed. Do you know what's crazy? Though? I can't believe she used 8K of her own money. Huh. 8K. I'll pay the bit there. I'll save it to my house. I need some. I need to. Do, mm -mm. That's. I already put in my head what I'm going to do with that 8K. I As swear in, to God. Like, no, but if you're deep in it, that's like for some people, that's half of some people's yearly salary. That's you know, insane. It, mm -hmm. it made me deep. Like, how much do they actually make on YouTube? Like, how much do you actually make? If you can just, like, yeah, 8K, calm, take that. But then when people Casually. are getting, like, 3K to post on Instagram, like, 8K, I guess, is probably minimal. But it's just, like, it's the fact that this isn't a sponsored, like, giveaway. This is something that she decided to do for herself. Like, the, the levels are different with her. I feel like I don't know many influencers that would do that. I think maybe, like, Jackie Aina is, is the only other person yeah. I've kind of seen do something like that. Yeah. They will take up their own money in order to do a giveaway. Yeah, but I don't want to sound a bit like a like a insensitive cow. Yeah, I was thinking the other day. Yeah, like never another day. Like literally when I woke up here, because I saw the news about chunks, um, Sky Sports. Oh yeah, um, him signing. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's good. Uh, duh. And I sat down. I was like, wait. Being a black woman is hard. <laughs> like, no offense here. Yeah. I feel like everybody deserves like what they're getting. But for example, Nella Rose, yeah, she's been in this game and she has influenced the YouTube game so much here. Yeah. But mm. I feel like she hasn't been really getting as much opportunities in comparison to the Mollies, who's a white woman, or Chunks, who's a male. You know what I mean? So I feel like being a black woman is kind of like you have to prove yourself. Yeah, yeah. She had her success, but I feel like if, for example, she was a guy, you know she'll be more gone. Or if she was a white girl, mm -hmm. you know she'll be more gone. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's just like, huh, we actually have to work twice as hard. Do you know what? Yeah, I was I didn't even see it like that to be honest. But now that you said that, I'm trying to think of any like black women in terms of mm -hmm. the, the creative industry that have kind of leveraged their like YouTube success or leveraged their um kind of Instagram success, like, to the level that we're seeing with, like, Chunks. And I'm, like, I'm struggling to come up with a list. And I'm sure there are some, so I don't want to be, that be disrespectful, disrespectful to anyone who is doing their thing. But the fact mm -hmm. that no one springs to mind immediately is a problem in and of itself. Exactly. Exactly. But, you know, you know, do you know, like, the social media can't let people have good things. So, obviously, as soon as this has come out, like, people are coming on social media to say, oh, but imagine if what she could do with this level of influence. Imagine if she spoke about other issues and other political problems. Yeah. And I'm just like, but not everyone is meant to speak on things. Like, I don't yeah. know why we're trying to force this thing, like, just because you have loads and loads of followers that mm -hmm. you have to speak out about things. Because I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. I feel like if you yeah. have the knowledge on something and if you're passionate about it, then by all means talk about it. But if you're not, then don't just open your mouth for the sake of opening your mouth. 100%. 100%. Oof, child. Well, congrats. I'll, I'm, I'm definitely going to do another um, submission towards the giveaway. Again, after this <laughs> You have uh, no shame, you know that. Absolutely same, no shame. <laughs> what is it? Just to comment your friends and win AK? Baby, something so small can do a big difference. So, baby, happy, shameless. I hear that. Congrats yeah, to her and her one Melda. 100%. Moving on to another set of kind of more positive news. 
original Aunt Viv and Will are speaking you know, again. I screamed when I saw that picture. I said, like, oh my God, this lady has been so petty and shady towards Will for how many years? And he's actually, I feel like she don't, I feel like she don't care about it, innit? I feel like it was more on him because I feel like he was, I feel like he, he couldn't really face up to her and actually say, you know what, I did didn't like the way you approached me and yes maybe i did contribute of you being fired and yes i did replace you and all of that stuff and apologize of replacing you with somebody with a lighter complexion and all of that stuff that i feel like he because he's been a big role to our generation and in black culture he doesn't want to take accountability of what he kind of contributed to hurt another black woman but he's mm-hmm. do you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah, that's but how it's I mad see. though for me because the feud's been going on for what like almost thirty years. This feud has been going on longer than I've been alive. Like I don't exactly. think you're deep in how mad it is exactly. that they've sat down together. Like I don't know, man. I, I keep saying that twenty twenty will not surprise me, but come again, here we are. Like anything is possible Expect in twenty twenty. Literally, hundred percent. I don't know, it's but I, I lurky thought it was shade. But the thing is. It's right that they did it on a one-to-one type of vibe, isn't it? But mm-hmm. I wish it was one-to-one, but she comes in with the original cast as well because she's still part of it. She gave us the most iconic scene of her dancing with the little girls, showing them how it's done. That scene alone is one of my favourite scenes of Fresh Prince. Like, mm. I don't know, it was kind of crazy, like, that that happened. But I'm happy that they spoke things out. I hope it was a healing process for both of them. Mm-hmm. as well and yeah apparently there's gonna be like another reboot of fresh prince but it's gonna be like a drama i don't know how i feel about that yeah i don't know they should leave it alone <laughs> yeah like i don't know i kind of feel like we're in this phase where everyone's recreating old movies and recreating yeah. old stuff and i'm just like can we not just do new things like i don't yeah. why ruin a good thing because I, yeah. I i mean we've yet to see it so i shouldn't maybe i shouldn't judge but it's just like I don't know. Fresh Prince was such an iconic moment. Exactly. For like ninety like sitcoms, I don't know if it's gonna be the same a second time around. Especially if you're, if you're not trying to make it a comedy, if you're trying to do something completely different with it. But we shall see. We should. We need to intro ourselves. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey guys. It's hey, me and it's Ray and it's T. Well, T's not here. <laughs> I'm not really good with these stuff. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Hey guys. Hi guys. Welcome to the Rhyme Shape Podcast. As you can tell, there are only two voices today. So it's just going to be me and Mimi. But don't worry. We'll still give you all the energy, all the yep. great news, Woo-hoo. and all the not so great news, all the shade from the socials, and yep. all the updates in music and pop culture. So, speaking of updates, Charlemagne has got a new podcast network. <laughs> can, I, can I speak? Because Joe Budden, yeah, is actually my uncle. Yes, he's my uncle. I don't know how, but he's my uncle, innit? Okay, the way I see Joe Budden, yeah, he spoke about Charlemagne like two weeks ago, a week ago, in regards of his Spotify deal. Because obviously, Joe has spoke against Spotify saying about the bad deals and all of that stuff. Da, 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 mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Now, Charlemagne basically kind of 
dismiss Joe's feelings towards it, basically saying that Joe is being um, dramatic, how Joe can't really keep a deal, never, ever, because you know how the whole complex situation happened, mm-hmm. now Spotify, the now the Then what Joe said on his podcast, regardless of what Charlamagne said, he was like, this is my show. I have full ownership of what I do. And that alone has generated so much money for Spotify. So I deserve what I want. Do you know what I mean? Which mm. is 100% I agree on. Same. Cool. Then he's he told Charlamagne, me and you are not the same. I have something that is my own. You are underneath a big company. Like your breakfast um, club radio show is underneath a radio and you have been number one for the past 10 years. But have you seen money to show that? No. Like, and I feel like Charlemagne feels like he's in a competition with Joe Budden. But Joe Budden's like, I'm not in a competition with you. I only want to... Joe wants to advance ownership within the black community rather than Charlemagne is good what he's, he's doing in his field and he does give back to the community, but it's more of... How can I say it? Joe is playing the black man's game such with like the Jay-Z's and the Diddy's of having ownership whilst Charlemagne is playing the money game of yeah let me let me do what they want me to do so i can get a higher rank on the table do you know what though i i, I agree and then i don't to an extent because so, yeah, with this with this specifically like obviously it's a black podcast network with the goal yeah. of kind of like trying to bring together the best and most influential voices in black culture mm-hmm. and basically trying to bring black conversations or conversations about black issues to the forefront right Mm-hmm. And most of the lineup is going to be black women. So mm-hmm. I feel like, uh, I don't, I don't feel like we need the, the, the you know, people outside of, of the race, but I feel like if they're the ones with the platforms, the money, the power, then we kind of do. And mm. I feel like, yes, I'm, I'm all for ownership. And I think ownership ultimately is the most important thing, mm. but we need to get to a point where people value the content enough for us to, actually have something to own i feel like right now the content is not even being seen so it's, it's what's the point of owning everything if, if it's not reaching anyone i feel like it's okay this is how i see it it's a re- okay the podcast game has changed so much things big labels and stream service are confused do you get it because they're saying how this is their right now podcasts have if you decide to put you have total ownership but the big companies come to you, give you money, and they're going to promote you on their market. They already know that you already have an audience, so you're going to generate more money for them. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to get a quick fix of the big hype right now that, once again, black people has made it some type of popularity of having a podcast and all of that stuff because we interact and our audience interacts with us and it's always trending on Twitter and we have funny moments and create memes from these, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which, which now they think, oh, okay, podcast. And now they see it's working. So now next thing you know, Michelle Obama has a podcast. Kim has a podcast coming up. So many people don't start having celebrities. And it's like, you, this is coming from the people. Now you want to make celebrities to have it so, so they can generate more money for you in this market, which devalue us you basically created it. That's I how get I that, but at least, uh, this is going to sound wild, but at least in, in this context, 
one, mm. you've got a, a black man in in a, in a position of power, so you've got someone who is going to advocate for black people, and two, the black people are actually getting paid for the work that they're they're putting out. Because that's another thing. Let's be honest. A lot of people who are making podcasts right now aren't generating income. At least one, this mm-hmm. is giving them a platform where they're definitely going to be heard. Um, because he's I think he's partnered partnered up with iHeartRadio, which is a mm. massive platform. Radio. Yeah, 100%. yeah. Um, and one, he's one. If they, if they're the forefront they're going to get the deals that, that you know they they need to, in order to generate the income that they need to generate um and he's from the sound of things it sounds like he's been very intentional about the voices he's choosing to put on the platforms he's not mm. just putting them there because they're popular he's actually putting them there because they have actual things to say mm-hmm. um that's what that's what it sounds like anyway so on the basis of that i don't know i feel like it's it's too early to you know be be skeptical about it i, I kind of want to see where it goes first um I currently I think it's a positive thing like I can't see why it's a negative at this point in time I mean I do get where you're going about like kind of not having total ownership but yeah. I feel like unless you have the capital in order to get yeah. to a certain place ownership is something that you're gonna have to like so give do you up feel like in the initial stages okay cool it's the way Kanye um always talks about with his fashion um rants about how he wants to own this or how he wants to be the head of this and this is that even recently he must have tweeted um how we need more black seats at the table blah 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 but at the same time who are the consumers with high-end fashions or trainers brands who are majority of the consumers consistent consumers is black people right so Mm. we're putting money in and there's not that much people that looks like us already and the people that looks like us already is giving money to is really giving money to these companies but it's not working out so mm. when Joe said he wants to have 100% ownership he has a right to do that but they want to take the royalties for his Spotify and have a percentage of his income whilst he's doing most of the work and they can't give him the holidays all of that stuff so basically being a slave in the system. In Joe's case, I get what I get that, but I feel like this is slightly different. Um, obviously, we don't know the way the contracts are going to be set up for this yeah. yet. We don't know how any of that the royalties are going to work. How, mm. like, in terms of the percentage that I ha- I Heart Radio is going to get, we don't know anything like that yet. Um, mm-hmm. but I think providing everyone's getting paid, they're like what they're due to be paid and is is being treated fairly. I think this is a good thing. You know, it's making me deep like, right, Charlamagne doesn't want to be in breakfast, breakfast, breakfast Club. By the end of this year, he's probably going to leave it because he's already passed his 10 years mark. I feel like he's over. He's trying to do his own thing. Well, he's been doing his own thing, but like permanently do his own thing. On his, like, do you know what I mean? Because I feel yeah, like... but I feel like it's time though. Like 10 years is yeah. a long time. And I feel like the society's changed, the world's changed. And I feel like even certain things you can get away with doing... The culture mm-hmm. is so hypersensitive now. Like some of the stuff that he used to do and some of the questions he used to what? ask and the what difficult child? questions he used to pose to people, there's no way he's getting away with that now. Like, oh. so I feel like he's kind of realized, okay, cool. I've had my run here. Like I need to adapt and move on. I've grown up. As, and obviously he's, he's, he's older now. So there's certain things that as you mature as a man, you're not going to do anymore. So I feel like the character... I don't want to say he was playing a character, but for want of a better word, he was the character that he was playing. I feel like he's outgrowing it now, so I feel mm-hmm. like he he probably feels like it's time to move on. And fair enough. I mean, he's in a, he's putting black people on 
I can't complain. <laughs> like that's the bottom line here for me. Like, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Next topic, please. I just feel like oh, it's this is a bit of a um sticky one, but I feel like we have to address it, especially being women in the industry. Ooh. Um, so yeah, it's trigger warning. Um, yeah, we definitely got to put a trigger warning in the, in the description for this because yeah, um, this is this is quite a serious topic. Okay. Um, so there was an article that came out on Vice magazine, I believe, um, mm. which was basically discussing um what happened when a woman was slut shamed in the middle of a grime crash. Um. So basically, she was working, I believe, as a radio presenter and she was dating a gram artist mm. um, um, who she was seeing at the time. And then um, midway through one of his clashes with another MC, like her, she, she basically gets name dropped and he's basically talking about her sexual encounters. She goes on to receive like a bunch of abuse. Um, the situation then escalates when there's a like, I think a Lord of the Mites clash. and mm um a similar similar sort of thing happens and then he comes and then the rapper at the time comes out with a picture um like an explicit picture who he claims um was her and then obviously they reached out to his team since then and he's obviously said no it wasn't actually her it was just a screenshot from Pornhub um but obviously at the time the narrative was that this was her so he basically used this picture to insult her during the clash um and then she goes on to receive like loads of abuse on social media um so yeah and it's just kind of like and this kind of went on for quite a bit of time and it's just kind of crazy that women in the industry mm -hmm. go through this it's like why does a clash between two men suddenly have anything to do with a woman that's just that wasn't involved in the first mm -hmm. place like why is that okay why is i don't know do you feel like in clashes there are ever topics that are off limits okay i feel like when it's a cipher or a clash, I feel like everyone's going to hit below the belt. Mm. And I feel like men really have some type of... They always disrespect women, yeah? And I feel like when you have that environment, I feel like that's the opportunity for them to do that. Mm. But it's like, at the same time, there needs to be standard respect. Like, insult me of what you heard, this is that, but don't degrade me. Like, once you start degrading someone from mentioning their family members or mentioning the dead and actually, for women, like, talking about themselves in a sexual being, it's degrading because it's like you had nothing else to say. That's just basically an easy... It's like sneaking a punch in, but you know you're not supposed to. And the thing is, it's like, you're trying to make your point... Um, a point... Oh, Jesus Christ, English. Jesus. The person you're going against off mm. guard because now you've done that and use a fake picture she's gonna be like wait what what's good and it's gonna make her mind like wait what did he just do he just act and not gonna be thinking on the ball of i need to reply back yeah you're gonna be rattled like can you imagine like and you know especially you know how it is with ground crashes the energy is high you know the way the audience is gonna move mad when this happens like it's just embarrassing like Oh, do you know what's mad? Like, this is something that she, the, the girl who this involved said in the article, she was like, um, to kind of know that radio stations and record labels are still happy to kind of support the artists who did this. Mm -hmm. um, it's something that, like, she finds really triggering. Um, and it's just kind of like, 
why do people get away with this? Like, why why is it that we continue to support artists when it's very obvious that they do these things? Do you feel like women should shouldn't do a clash with men in those environments? Like, do you feel like it should be like? Sports? Well, she wasn't like- even doing the clash. That's the worst thing. It was her boyfriend, I think, and him. So she's not even in. That's the worst thing. She's not even involved. Man and her business. So it's like she's just catching strays. Like this was. And because yeah. people kind of knew who she was because she worked in radio or whatever, um, and um, because he used her actual name as well, uh, uh, so he's used her actual name, like, people know who she is. So obviously, like, and he's basically, like, implied that she's, like, trans- like giving him a sen- sexually transmitted infection or, like, just saying that she's basically he called her, like, a, 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 a hoe. Basically, that's uh, basically the... Uh, so people come to come and abuse her online now, and I'm just like... This didn't I, even involve her. Okay. <clears throat> when you, once you degrade a woman, that can be with your words, physically, mentally. You are a waste of space. That's how I see it. Like you don't need to hit a woman. You don't need to use like all of that is actually degrading. Like what type of human are you? Like the girl's actually minding her business and unprovoked. Literally, like. And and I always the thing is, yeah, you know what's so sad, yeah, when we go when things happen like this, we always say, ah, oh, you need to think about your moms, or if you had daughters, or if you had a just sister. Just treat people or, like human like, beings. It's not even about that. Like, just like, respect them as a fellow human. They don't exactly. need to be related to you. They don't. Need, they don't need to be your friend. They don't even need to be anyone you're attracted to. They're just another human being. Exactly. But do you see how we have to break it down for them to understand? Like, this is someone's like loved one at the same. You need to have mm-hmm. respect because. The thing is, yeah, what is so annoying with guys, yeah, you can say something so small and their egos hurt straight away with our mouths alone. We wouldn't even insult what they look like. Just something about, if we just say, oh, get your money up. Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. I can't She's breathe. trying to oh call me God. broke. Oh, my days. Does she not know how the struggle out here? Like, I'm like, bro, it wasn't that deep. Like, You're quick to mention girls, their body counts or their makeups or how they dress or how they move. Or even singing a city girl lyrics. Yo, but do you know quick. what's mad? Like, yeah, what? if this was a guy, he would never have thought to insult her like this. It's only women that they come and do like this, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then that's what I don't understand. Like, the, the clash in and of itself, I know you're trying to throw people off, but it had nothing to do with her. So mm-hmm. the fact that... And then... And to, I think she, like, for a certain amount of time, she was kind of stepping back from radio. She didn't want to be involved in the industry anymore. And I'm like, I can completely understand that. So not only have you, like, insulted someone and, like, subjected them to abuse, have, having people calling them all sorts of names online, you're also having them reconsider their entire career. Do you know how crazy that is? Mm-hmm. And it's like, why? Like, it's, it's hard enough being a woman in the industry as well without these things. But now you want to throw this into the mix. Like, <sighs> I don't, I don't feel like a lot of women actually feel safe mm-hmm. in the industry. And I feel like the further up you, like, climb the ladder, the worse it gets. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, yeah, we, we just need to do more to make the, the industry safer for women. I feel like they always sexualize us. I feel like when a girl's on at the top or somehow in the industry, they feel like she has to fuck her way to the top. They have this power. Yeah, oh. and I don't get that. <sighs> Why? Why can't I just be good? Good at my job? Like, do you know what I mean? <sighs> and, it's even, and, it's even wor- and it's even worse for the women who are, like, considered to be conventionally attractive. 
because it's mm-hmm. like they feel like I feel like if if a, if a person finds you attractive, then your credibility is automatically reduced because they just feel yep. like you only got there because you're pretty. Yep. And I just feel like no, I worked hard. I yep. actually have the accolades to be here. Like, why is it all of a sudden if a woman's deemed to be attractive, her credibility and like um ability to do her job is all is always questioned? Bro, let me tell you for example, like with my personal so um story, yeah. Mm. It's so mad, yeah, cool. Obviously, everybody knows what I do, blah blah blah. Cool, yeah. Can you imagine these guys in the industry, yeah, claim that they didn't know what I kind of looked like, innit? I said my mm. avi's right there, like what the fuck? I post like fair enough, I don't post consistently, but cool, my avi's right there, like who would it be? It's me. You know what I mean? Cool. You drop the occasional video on the TR. I'm sure they know what you look like, but it's cool. But they, men are men, as I like to say. Cool. So they assumed, this one guy told me, he assumed that I was like a a fat girl that wears glasses. I said, what? <laughs> he said, oh, because you're so smart. I just assumed that he was like, you know, them quiet what girls. What does that I even said, mean? What does that mean? Cool. The one who saw me in person, he was right. He was confused. He called his boy saying, "Wait, me, me is a thing. I'm confused. What I said, my Avi's right there. You know, he said, he said, ah, oh, you look like a black black girl, like a black girl from ends that you probably moved to. I didn't expect you to look like. I said, cause I am a black black girl that comes from ends. What are you talking about? I'm confused. I'm confused." But even if, but even if he saw you and if he thought you looked nice, why does that change anything though? Like I don't understand. Like what? He had some type of different respect for me. Say, oh, she's paying and she doesn't know me. I said, what the fuck? What? So the two things can't coexist. I don't understand. But, but it's the comment of fat and glass. I said, no. The thing is, if I was, this it doesn't what, change. What now? Anything. Exactly. I'm what now? Work. So I'm confused. Men fix it because this is this is foolishness. <laughs> I can't I can't deal with this. We can't be dealing with this still in twenty twenty. Like, like child, Mm-mm. it's a learner for me. I hated that when I heard that. I said, "Nah, this is really bad." This is. But really what, what what more can we do though to make the industry safer for women? Like, are we gonna have to be in like spaces that are just women only in order to stop this? Because I don't, I I feel like we're running out of options. I don't know how many different ways. We can tell we can tell men to stop hypersexualizing us, to stop um like reducing our credibility just because they deem us to be attractive. Like I feel like that's very wild. I feel like they need to accept, yeah. We're not being sexual for you, we're doing it for us. Like when I wanna be a bad bitch and say well, I'm not doing it for you because ugh, this is gonna sound so crazy and so wild. More time now you need to can't even keep up with the girls in the bedroom. Hello? You know, you guys are all, always tired. So more time, we're not even doing that for you. And it's just like, I feel like guys do things for ego. Like, we're not wearing our cutest outfit for you. We're not wearing makeup for you. We're not wearing our hair laid for you. We're not, like, what the hell? Like, well, sometimes guys, I'm just in an environment and I want to look presentable. Like, <gasps> do you know what I mean? I like, like a bad bitch. Like, can I not look? I see Nikki posted up. I said, can I not get inspired from Nikki and look like a bad bitch? More time, I want to be a bad bitch because I'm seeing other bad bitches looking like bad bitches. And I want to yeah. be a motherfucking bad bitch. I can't lie. A lot of times, yeah, w- women are not doing this for men. They're competing with other women. But let's just, we're not even going to get into I'm that. I'm putting my beautiful black sister in a corner thinking, <laughs> oh, she's looking kind of... Yes! 
I was Come like, oh, she looks nice. I might need to step my game up. Like, that's what literally happened. Oh, I'm doing this outfit for next week. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. no more. Oh my God. You guys need to understand more time when we come to link you, man, yeah? And we're comfortable. We wear our bonnets and we beat you like that. We don't care for you, man. I'm looking cute for the function because I want to look cute for. Um, when we go to the tweet, I see another pretty sister. Oh, sis, you look kind of pretty, man. Yeah, yeah, what's up? You know? Like, we're not doing it for you. And once you guys realize it, the world will be a better place. I swear to God. Oh my I God. Swear. Speaking of fits, though, did you see um, Julie Adenuga's dress for the Rated Awards? She looks beautiful. Oh my god, her fit was so nice. She looks so beautiful. I love the. She looks very beautiful. The color green looks so. I saw everyone green is underrated on black women. Mm-hmm. Green, yeah, it's so. Oh, it it makes her skin color look so rich. Woof, she's beautiful, man. She's honestly beautiful. What did you think of the rated awards? Um, I think this is the best one. Mm-hmm. Because of it was virtual, and I thought, yeah, it didn't look too cheap black it usually mm-hmm. does um but it looked very nice i re- kano kano <sighs> that man the greatest the greatest to ever like the greatest aged so well as a rapper mm-hmm. he aged so well mm-hmm. as, like and yeah. it's no offense nothing has made me deeper even more yeah how much he aged so well yeah no offense dizzy rascal when dizzy rascal was um performing his songs and obviously his new um song with Chip. Actually, mm. this has done so much for the culture, but he hasn't really aged as well. Like his music is for a time and a time place only. You know what I mean? I don't think but so. You know? You don't think so? I I think with his music, it's not for UK because that will definitely go off in Europe. It's not for here, and mm. I, that's that's the thing. I feel like w- the way the sounds have progressed over here and the space outside of the UK two different things i don't think it's aged well for a uk audience mm-hmm. but i feel like for a, like a european audience that it will still go off yeah because it's fan base most of yeah. it's fan base do you know what i mean but in sense of like kano i'm not comparing this to you but i'm saying but the way kano performance and the way the, oh, he is that is uh that is just you every time i see kano or anytime i see him, i just have the most respect for him he is so mm-hmm. i respect the guy so much um who else ivd she's a star she's a yeah. star she's a yeah, star she was definitely the standout for me like do you know what her stage presence is so great and for me whenever she performs you can tell that she really wants this but not only that but she's willing to work for it so <sighs> honestly i really hope she goes far i, 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 feel, I feel like she will um, I really like Brynja's band's breakdown. That was, mm. that was nice. I really, I love live bands anyway, so I love that. That was nice. It'd be very beautiful as well. Um, Abra, you know what this? You know what it kind of like showed me though. Um, they they like GRM need to focus more on the women. Thank you. Because those performances the were this. amazing. Yeah, yeah. And I tell people, yeah, there's a real opportunity here. To do that. Females are taking over. <laughs> and once <laughs> you guys realize it, <laughs> the better. Look at Mulatto. Look at my good six. Mulatto. What the hell? She washed the guys in a freestyle. Washed them. The females are coming for ya. Look at Cardi B and Megan, number one. Megan Beyonce, number one. Nikki and Doja, number one. 
the girls are coming for you guys next. We haven't seen so much female rappers all at once doing their stuff and every single all have different lanes as well. We have but options now. Do you see what we happens when you stop putting options. women against each other though? Because this is what this is what this this is what 2020 has taught me. When you stop pitting women against each other and women actually work together, success is guaranteed. Because you know why? Because they're scared of us. Let me tell you something, yeah. Look at the pop scene, yeah. Majority of the pop scene, there's lots of female singers, and the female singers are the mega stars. You, you can remember mm-hmm. all these, like the Britneys, the Pinks, the Christina Aguilera's, like the mega stars. Pop, the pop lane is the female lane. Obviously, you have your guys here and there, whatever cool, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now the rap scene is going to be because it's very, very male. Because once a female comes in, they're going to give you guys looks. They're going to give you guys visuals. They're going to give you guys context. They're going to give you guys great life performance. And it's going to be like, oh, Mel, you need to step the fuck up type of vibe. Because what these guys do in performance, they jump around rapping out of breath. The female will give you a... <laughs> Don't kill me. <laughs> no, but, it's the, but the thing is, when a woman performs, we give you the whole package. Mm. Into, like, look, at, look at the way Megan and Cardi um whole music video. Tell me a male rapper who has performed and high standard like that, dancing, all of that stuff. Because I don't see no rapper dancing like Chris Brown or Usher. Yeah. Yeah, that's There's true. be scared. Mm. The female rappers are the new pop stars in this day and age, but people will now realise in 2021. Because the, the pop scene is so weak for the past two years. Oh, my God, has been so weak. So now the female rappers are the new mega pop stars now. Mm-hmm. They're the ones giving us the looks. They're the ones that are always trending. They're the ones always giving us context. They're the mm-hmm. new Simple. I hear that. What did you think about the award for best, I think it was female of the year or best female? Please, GRM, can you separate the singers and the rappers, first of all? Like, I'm confused. Why are you going to mix and match? Like, I'm confused. And I thought, wait, is I swear, okay, cool. The thing is, that this is the issue that everyone has, yeah? Because of yeah. Steph winning. Yeah. Which is very understandable, and she was confused herself. She yeah. was confused. You get it? Cool. Mm-hmm. But people need to understand. People voted, so you can't be mad. You guys, the people have spoken. The masses have spoken. Yeah, you know I mean, it just shows you that Steph' game is long because she has a strong fan base. Yeah, that's all. We need to understand these female rappers are new-ish, or they haven't really. They're known, but they haven't really made their mark. Because I'm seeing people say Miss Banks should have won. No. I, 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 do you know what it is? it is? For me, I feel like it's a tad bit disrespectful that she won because she hasn't dropped music. Like, mm. how can you win an award for best female of a year in the year that you didn't drop music? That does not make any sense. Like, yeah. yes, it shows that her fan base is engaged, but that's basically saying she won this award on status and fan engagement alone, which is absolutely wild. Like, I don't know, like, for me, female of the year would have been IVD. She has been everywhere, mm-hmm. dropped consistent, consistently high quality all year. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, to me, that's that's who the award should have gone to. But uh, I mean, I can't complain because if 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 it's an award based on votes and her fan base is engaged, then fair enough. But whether or not I feel like she deserved the award, no, I don't feel like she did. And also, I don't think it's a coincidence that her music video dropped the day after she won the award. I do not think that's a coincidence. But hey. I don't know. Like, how do you feel about like the awards that we have come up coming up? Because I think the next one would be the Mobos. 
And I swear they changed. They're not going to do it on the venues, but I feel like they're going to switch up. But I feel like they haven't done it for the past year or two years. I'm not too sure. Mm. I think it's I think it's two years. Two years. Okay, so they need to do a comeback, which is unfortunate because of the whole corona situation. Mm-hmm. I feel like they can definitely step. They can definitely make a good mark within the ward scene, and you can see. Oh Jesus! You can see. I just can't wait. I feel like I hopefully I feel like they've filmed visual context of the performance of what they're gonna do. Cause can't even lie, like Graham Daly has done uh, the visual context of live performance was <coughs> top notch, even better better than the VMAs, in my opinion. Yeah, um, they're, yeah, their their like execution was brilliant this year. Honestly, brilliant. brilliant. Um, ooh, I I'm excited, but at the same time. I'm intrigued to see how they make it work with social distancing. Yeah. That that's yeah. kind of what I want to see how they execute. Because now they like, yeah, yeah, and because like DRMs were so clean, they've mm-hmm. got a lot to live up to now. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. But one thing I do want to talk about before we get into music of the week is <laughs> what happened on Twitter earlier on this week <laughs> with you. So. For those who don't know what's going on, explain explain what happened, and then we'll get into it. Okay, so basically, um, someone must have tweeted a clip of the set girls that are signed to QC, the UK group. They rap. Um, must have posted a clip of this song, How I Feel, and I basically made a tweet saying that QC needs to adapt and understand the UK scene because the UK scene and the US scene are very too different and how they promoted it was very, very, very lazy, which kind of didn't really help the girls because it's like this is the intro point for them. This is the first ever song in visual they've released as a group since their announcement that it was um Sam's QC like over a year ago. So giving us free sweeties vibes city girl vibes american vibes um twerking all of that stuff cool and i was like there should be a uk us balance like trust me we us uk girls we love all of that stuff yeah but it's not our culture at the end of the day let's keep it a buck like mm-hmm. we enjoy that all of that stuff we trust me we all twerk in our private stories all of that stuff but that is not part of our culture. Twerking the flipping motive right now. See your see your ass in the shade, brother. Twerking, somebody's cussing you. Do you know what I mean? Or somebody's private story, somebody's insulting you doing that. Because it's not part of we're very conservative. People need to understand that. And yeah. I say you can do all of that. Trust me. People twerk. Every single person twerks. Steph twerks in her video. Every, but there's a balance. And when I say there's a balance, that you need to ease us in. IVD is person. I say, who does the perfect balance right now of mm-hmm. he raps what she basically rapping what them not are rapping about as well, but deliveries are both different. Mm-hmm. In a sense, she's doing it on a drill type of beat, but she's saying, yeah, your nigga can take me out. Yeah, money over here. Yeah, the big daddies, all of that stuff, blah, 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 blah this, blah, 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 blah. Cool. But it's familiar to us because you're doing it in our sound, right? Yeah, yeah. These girls are doing a US type of beat, with US type of lyrics, but you have a British accent. How does that, how can we relate back to that? It's gonna, you're gonna look, you're gonna look silly. So that's why I was basically going towards the management, not them, but the management of, 
you need to if you're gonna bring a uk artist you need to understand and adapt to the uk scene because that's your artist and that's who you're trying to mark because if you want to market to the us you wouldn't promote it here nah this is my thing like because as soon as i saw it i was like that's the first thing i said to you i was like this is for a us audience because there's no way this is like trying to translate to the uk even the way the video is shot i think they're on a boat or something like I just that's if that's that's giving me very like US vibes. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I just I just saw this. I thought they're trying to be city girls or they're trying to be, you know to, to go on that sort of wave. And the thing is, you can't expect the UK to be receptive to that. We are way too conservative. And there was mm-hmm. I, I remember like a couple of people were tweeting or quote tweeting saying, "Oh, the UK needs to learn to adapt." And I feel like I feel that's very unrealistic. You're not mm-hmm. you're asking them to change their entire culture. That is not going to happen. Like even even though like the urban scene is popping right now, like it's a very small part of the wider UK mm-hmm. music scene. If we're if we're looking at the grand scheme of things, so to think that 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 one part of the music scene is going to infiltrate and influence the entire and change the entire music scene is very mm-hmm. unrealistic. So I feel like yeah, I don't I don't I don't see this translating well in the UK. But that being said. Like, do you think that artists should then just look to international markets if they realise their sound is not going to translate here, though? No, it's not going to work because we need to understand the British accent, this thing, and that type of beat does not work together. <laughs> and the thing is, we need to understand that it's just so false. Like, it's so false. It's so false. And I'm not even going to be rude about it. And it's not about America. This is American culture. These look, fam. America's lifestyle and our lifestyle are two different things. They embrace mm. their culture. Look at Sweetie, for example. Her beats are sampled to old school classic hip hop songs because it will ease her market, and that's her America culture. Mm-hmm. Hey, you can't run this here because we appreciate it. We listen to it, but that ain't part of our culture. Mm-hmm. We're fans of their work. We appreciate things that comes from within. And the thing is, you understand the UK scene is very, very diverse. We appreciate the West Indies scene. We appreciate African scene. We have Afro swing. We have, because we are black. That's our culture. Black Brits, we embrace every single thing because we was raised with our friends. That's to Bashment. We was doing Afro beats. We are basically a product of our environment parents do you know what i mean environment yeah. so we, you need to show appreciation you you don't the most you've seen the most time yeah majority of these people haven't been to america yeah mm. so the lifestyle is all what they see from the tv and all in instagram the glitz and glam and let me tell you something yeah i've been in america i love the thing is they are i love america because they're they're, they're very carefree bam you can dance like a fool, and the girls be like, "Hey, come on, girl, you better." <laughs> they don't. They, they don't. They don't. They don't we are way too uptight out here. Yeah, sure. Everyone stand up with a drink, acting bougie, man. The, they kept hair free. Like even for example, these people do cocaine for like it's normal, you know. That's part of one of the drugs. Like we yeah, do cocaine, blah blah blah. Cool. Recently, like two weeks ago, a girl did cocaine on the TL. Yeah, everyone's talking about it. I didn't know if you saw it, and she's black. Cool. The way the team was screaming and shouting and say, "Oh my God, how can she do?" That? But this is this is actually people's lifestyle, you know, back in the states. Yeah. You know, you know yeah. what I mean, but look at look at the way we react. Oh my God, 
the girl twerking to Tory Lanez um, quarantine radio. Why is it in the shape of her? This should be the norm if you're trying to be like the Americans, no? Yeah, it should be, but it's it's not going to be. Like, um, we're too conservative. But I, I do think, though, if an artist realises that their market is not here, they should just market elsewhere. And I feel like, uh-huh. it's a, and I feel like if they're not, it's quite lazy. Like, if you have Spotify, yeah. Spotify tells you where your listeners are. You have social media analytics, which tells you where your mm-hmm. fans are. If if you know the UK isn't your isn't where you're supposed to be marketing, do switch your strategy, like and start targeting the autis- audiences mm-hmm. that you do reach. It's like it's like when this whole um like conversation about R and B comes up again and again and again about how R and B artists have to go and move move to the US in order to like get the traction or the work that they want to get. For me, the UK scene produces pop stars. They know how to produce yeah. pop stars, but they have always struggled to market R and B. That's this is not a new thing. And you know what? I used to think it was a race thing, and I and I and I said, and I used to think it was because a lot of R and B artists were black, and particularly dark skinned as well, which is why they find find it hard to market them. But then, if you take, for example, someone like Mabel, she's biracial, right? And in like mm-hmm. around 2015, 2016, yeah, she's biracial. Mm-hmm. I think she's from Sierra Leone, Scotland, and Sweden. Like she's like got quite a mix. Um, and in twenty so in like 2016, 2015 time, she was making a lot of like pop soul kind of R and B tinged music. Uh. Fast forward to her career now, most of her music is very much electro pop centered. So yeah. I don't even think it's a it's a race thing. I think it's just the UK really does not know how to market R and B artists. A similar thing happened with Ray. Like she was making a lot of like R and B centered music at the beginning of her career. Fast forward to now, it's more like pop centered, more electro centered like a lot more dance and house music so i feel like yeah it's just i feel like we can scream oh the uk doesn't love um r&b as much as we want but if your audience is elsewhere just push your music there like if you have the data use it like i, I can't i mean i would really love for the uk to embrace r&b music because we have some dope r&b artists here but i just think the uk in terms of the machine of the of, of marketing just doesn't know how to market r&b artists to the masses like regardless of whether they're black or white like i just i don't think they know how to do it well once we figure that out then i guess we'll see but yeah should we jump into music of the week music of the week okay let's start with usher bad habits Oh my god, I'm so happy to see Usher back. I was actually having a discussion with a friend of mine. It was kind of like... <laughs> Sorry, the way my face was getting out of my face. I said, what? Not Usher now. Ooh, Chad. Okay. <laughs> I was actually having a discussion with a friend of mine who was basically like, they were kind of expressing some reservations they had about him being back, especially after he announced his Vegas re- residency, because that's usually something that an artist does when they're reaching kind of the end of their career um but for me mm-hmm. him coming back with this song it just proves that he's leagues above the rest he's still got the moves the production was flawless 100, 100. um and he kind of reminded everyone vo- that most people cannot compete with him vocally i don't know if you saw the acapella that he had on a tl earlier this week oh my listen to me like no one no he one's has, touching that like <laughs> he has protected his voice and treated his voice very 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 
good. Like he mm-hmm. has. Ooh, the thing about Usher, yeah, I can never describe him with his vocal ability. Never. I'm just. It's more. I feel like I'm very aggressive to Usher because of his fans. No, his stands. Because I'm a fa- Usher fan, yeah. But the way you guys big him up with his recent stuff and i ask you guys have you listened to his recent stuff or have you been playing his recent stuff because you guys hold on with confessions too much it gets me angry sometimes but when it comes to his performance oh geez that guy can motherfucking perform chad oh me like the last time i was proper like proper listening to usher was kind of like the climax period mm-hmm. i haven't really like listened to him too tough since then but this i was like yeah this was i really love this i really really love this like the production on this was so good and Clean. the thing i really liked about this is that it captured the essence of old usher without Ooh, sounding yeah. dated uh-huh. and i feel like that is something that especially when you've been in the game so long it's very hard to do like uh-huh. capturing like the best elements of your old stuff without sounding like you're trying to cling on to the past so yeah uh-huh. i think the production on this was great i think big up the producers because yeah they they worked very well on this I really like this. Okay, so Steph London, move. The baddest bitch is back. <laughs> baddest bitch is back. Trending uh, on YouTube. I'm not a high. massive fan of this, you know. You're not a massive fan? No, not of this. I appreciate the charisma and her cadence on this, but this was just not my vibe. Like, it's one of those things that, like, I can hear it and I can understand why someone else would like it, but I didn't, personally. What you don't like about it? Uh, it's just like, uh, it just feels like there's too much going on. Mm. And that's her natural, that's her natural thing anyway. That That is kind of how she functions. But for me, there's, there was just way too much going on. Um, but yeah, like, I don't think it's bad. But it's just not for me. So like, if someone said to me, "Yeah, this song is lit. I like the song," I could understand why they like it. But yeah, it just didn't connect for me. You know, it is yeah. I like the visual. Um, Mimi, listen to the song with, with your eyes closed. I did. Is that not what you're always telling me? Oh yeah. <laughs> I can close my eyes. Mm, let me close my eyes. It's just like she's just bigging up herself. Like yeah, I'm here. Move. I gave. I rested. Like now I'm here. I'm alive in it. I just think it's just a starting point. I feel like it's not the main single. I feel like she has more to come. Even her feature on Fun Savage album was very, very good as well. So you think this was like a throwaway track? Yeah, it's like yeah, cute visual. Does it start? I feel like she has more heat to come. Oh, that's, I, I, that's I, I, I assume so. That's what I. Yeah. I feel like because even she started playing it what like a week before it was released. Like I can tell like. It was more of like, okay, let me just promote something new. You know what I mean? But if it's something like a proper single, you know, should be promoting it from way back. How long? How long in advance do you think the winners of these awards for GRM knew that they were going to win? Um, apparently, it was three weeks a month ago. Oh, they knew. Yeah, it was three weeks old when they revealed. This is what I was saying earlier about I don't think her dropping a music video was a coincidence. So she probably thought, okay, cool, I'm going to win this award. Um. I've not dropped music. I should probably drop music just to make sure that mm. this makes sense. Mm-hmm. So yeah, okay, cool. With that being the case, then yeah, this makes perfect sense now. Period. Okay, Davido. Um, he doesn't make bad music, you know. 
<laughs> when he's not shouting, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't make bad music. Like he's very he he doesn't get that much credit in comparison to his fellow playmates such as Wizkid and Burnboy. Like he actually makes good music. Like he doesn't get that much big ups because he can't much. perform. It's because of, it's because of his live. I feel like he shouts because he like, doesn't. Yeah, because of what he's doing he's when he's performing live. No, no way! No, 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 no. <laughs> You know, wait, 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 oh my god, wait. You know, it's just, it was that day somebody was posted on why I listened to it. It was like, why is he shouting? There's only Mr. Fred saying, Everybody send me a video of David and shouting. You know, <laughs> there were so many videos. Do you know what it sounds like? Do you know what? Do you know what? Like when someone's standing at the top of a mountain, yeah, after they've like seen the oh, view and they oh, just stop oh, screaming. Oh, that is what oh, it reminds oh, me of. Like, oh, my oh my god, you know, is my favorite one is when he banged the wall. The floor, boom! I said, <laughs> I said, "Oh my god!" I said, "This guy's a sicko. He is a sicko. Absolutely sicko." Oh my gosh! No, 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 no. This is why, like, he doesn't get the accolades that he deserves because it just it, the the two things don't marry up because the songs will sound so sweet, like especially with this. I love this. The melody <gasps> for this was so sweet. Oh my god! But I know when I come to hear this live, this is gonna be a madness. We're gonna be screaming. <laughs> Yeah, like, I feel like he needs to improve his live performances because y- you're right, he doesn't actually make bad music, but the live just doesn't match up. That's what it is. Aliens? Laga, laga. Listen. Oh, my God. I'm in a hole, do not traffic. Produce my thing, like, why is nobody moving? There's, like, 12 hours stuffed in this matic. Don't react fast, and you're going to see a shooting. I don't even care about cars, but I'm in the bad store. I've got the Lambo to cruising. Mr. Fame and singing my patty. Just as a baddie, I told her to prove it. I swear to God, like, for someone that's industry, yeah, I shouldn't be fantasizing about these rappers. I swear to God, I shouldn't. It's not really professional. It's not professional, but he is a sweet, sweet, sweet one. I swear to God. Sorry, okay, that's enough. The song. Is like, that him or nines, bro? <laughs> Which ones do you want? <laughs> both. Both. Um, one that doesn't have a girlfriend, I'll get you. But both. But, um, the visual was so... I appreciate... <laughs> good visuals i said that visual was so different to the uk scene he went to flipping where did he go he went to kenya with all the goons all the kids goons what one kid had a grenade on his, his mouth like crazy goon you know what i mean i really mm. love that one even like i think i even, i don't know why i marked the time but when it was two minutes 20 seconds in yeah and the beat changed like slightly when you hear the opera vocals in the background i said fuck I'm a sucker for classical music when it's been used in hip-hop. Like, I love that. Yeah, me too, actually. When that is a crossover, it sounds so rich. And it gives There's, like, two things I really like. There's, like, whenever they include violins and and whenever they include, like, opera. Those are the two things. Whenever they, like, marry that with hip-hop, like, sold. That's that's why I feel like I love Rick Ross music so much as well, off-topic. But I thought that's why I love um him his music. It sounds so rich, like it's luxury. It just oh, it makes yeah. so much sense. It makes so much sense. But um, I really really love that song. Millions. I really hope he drops a like an EP or something by the end of this year because this guy has been on our necks. Like I really really rate this guy. Do you know what? I actually don't think I want a project from him this year. Really? I think I want it. I want him to wait. Yeah, I don't think we'll take it in properly. I think if he drops something no, this year, we're not gonna take it in. Like because that okay, uh, EP okay, 
it should be an EP of like the songs that he released already this year because I feel like he released what four, three songs. Cool, and, and like, like maybe two, like two new ones. New songs, yeah. So it's an EP. Okay, yeah. Quick EP yeah that like could that. work. That yeah, could work. Because I feel like the way the music is going this year, like ugh, if he drops a project at this point in the year, it's gonna go over our heads. No one like I don't think we're gonna take it in properly because even like unknown T's project. I don't think people took that in properly. That guy's a genius. Sorry. He's my favourite rapper in the UK. I feel like we all acknowledged it when it came out. And that was it. Like, it was very, very quick. Mm. So I feel like mm. if, if Millions drops a project this year, the same thing's going to happen. Okay. okay. Nux, London class. Uh, I need to take. I didn't listen to it yet, you know, because I'm wait. Because I'm seeing lots of good reviews. It's an EP, right? Or is it EP? I think he did drop an EP. Yeah. EP. Yeah. Well, the EP. I'm, oh Jesus! Pardon me, Lord have mercy. Sorry, guys. Um, I'm gonna listen to it. I think today or tomorrow to take it in. Mm. Definitely. Yeah. Have you listened to it yet? I haven't listened to the whole thing, but I did listen to that particular song. Mm. I kind of like. I, I'm in two minds about it because the moment I kind of heard the sax in the intro, I kind of was like, ooh this better be good because this sounds nice. I think Nuts had the best verse. The energy mm. kind of dipped halfway through, but mm. it wasn't a bad song. Mm. Yeah, so I, I'll, I'll see what the rest of the project holds. But yeah, did you ha- did you listen to Young Teflon's Fire in the Booth? I never been far from the danger. I was in the cage playing football. Her 28s robbing men for their pages. I just stepped in with the demons. But we dressed in palm angels. I remember when bro put a hole in one and we only stopped off for some bagels. I appreciate his music, but it's I'm not a listener to him, but I appreciate his art, if you get what I mean. Mm. He's yeah, I appreciate his I feel like it's more of the I feel like the older lot kinda of appreciate him a bit more. This but, is what I was gonna say. Like the UK has a lot of very good rappers. And mm-hmm. this kind of made me miss when UK rap was the prominent like sound. So like yeah. you know, kinda of like the late two thousands, early twenty tens, like yeah. when that when that was the prominent sound. Cause, it kind of made me like sit down and think like there's so many people who were kind of here in that era that aren't making music anymore mm. like i feel like our scene has lost so many sick rappers because mm. grime then became the prominent sound yeah and i don't know i don't know if we can bring back uk rap i don't know if we if we should but i feel like there's a lot of rappers that like i don't want to say fell off because that sounds really mean but like just aren't really making music or didn't like adapt or didn't feel the need to conform to grime and because they didn't like they're not mm-hmm. really getting the shine that they deserve because they have talent but it's like where are they yeah yeah so that's kind of like this this fire in the booth may be really nostalgic for that time because he, he's a sick rapper i'm very much like you i wouldn't call myself a fan of him but i definitely appreciate his art yeah 100 oh child did you hear the ti young thug song Let it be rain. <laughs> I love me some young fur, but I'm tired of TI. <laughs> oh my god. For me, this was very lackluster. Void of any feeling. It was like they have skills musically. Yeah. So like from a technical point of view, like it wasn't bad, but mm-hmm. it didn't it didn't hit. Like there was no connection. Yeah. Like you know, it feels like, it feels like, like <laughs> done the song and left left like an empty space and Fug just to send it to um Fug as like Fug just jump on it. That's the vibe. Like I thought like it was a 
you know you can just tell once you ask them really well they don't care yeah yeah no one cared it was like cool it's like it's like the label probably told them you guys need to do this you need to do this feature with this person or you know you've had this feature with this person Uh overdue for like two years can you just do something so we can tick it off yeah that's kind of how it felt like i'm just doing this a ticker box moving on yeah all right mr easy major laser Nicki minaj oh my god i hated this that was so insulting. Nice. I feel like you know, I feel like people are trying to take advantage of Nicki, Nicki Minaj features because of the barbs. I'm so sorry. I feel like people want to have a Nicki feature because the barbs are going to support it and it's going to be doing well. But leave Nicki alone. I'm happy that Nicki didn't really promote as much. Sorry. Child. This song did not need to happen. This was such a waste of valuable minutes of my life that I'm never going to get back. Like, mm-hmm. I, I really hated this song. Like, it was, yeah, we're moving on. <laughs> moving very swiftly on. <laughs> Samwise, shoulda, coulda, woulda. It's far from usual, what I get paid for, our unusual. It's feeling like the usual. Get the bag, it's crucial. Keep your head up, we're gonna find something useful. I just got me some rock on rock, and we got no chip, so we squirt to the shop. I really like him. I really enjoyed his um song, you know. And the visual was very, very nice as well. Like I enjoyed it still. I like I'm an I say I'm a new fan of his. I wanna s- listen to his more of his music, but I enjoyed mm. that one. For me, Definitely. he's very much on his own vibe, doing his own mm-hmm. thing, not really trying to sound like anyone else. He clearly yeah. raps well. So yeah, no complaints from me. Okay, I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna need you to pronounce this guy's name because I I'm definitely going to get it wrong. Oh Jesus Christ, okay. I know I'm even bad, so I know what name I'm gonna try to say. How slew? Yeah. People's names. I'm laughing the way I said the I don't know if I said it right. Uh, well, you definitely said it better than I would have pronounced it because I definitely would butchered that. Um. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm happy this, tr- this track dropped. I think he really needed to kill the J-Huss comparison. And I feel like this sound is completely different to anything that J-Huss would have ever done. So he's definitely done that well. Like, yeah, that's really all I have I to like say. On the I like it. I feel like um, the visual, you know, I'm a sucker for angles. That angles thing, with, there was change the angles and the black and white. It was nice, though. The thing is, everybody wanted that song because of the teaser, like from, from last mm-hmm. week. So I feel like it was done, but I wish they kind of marketed it a bit I think that they 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 could have done, but I don't necessarily feel like they needed to, or maybe they didn't feel like they needed to because the anticipation was there already. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I I think yeah, I, I I like the track. Like, I definitely feel like he's made it very obvious that he's 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 very much his own uh, own artist and isn't trying to be J Huss, which I mm. think is important. So yeah, let's see let's see how, what happens next. Like, I'm I'm intrigued now. Track of the week. My track of the week is you're gonna make it look like I'm weird, but um, Daft Punk harder, better, faster, stronger. That's a banger. What do you mean? Like, I love, I love, oh my, you know me already, though. I'm very much like you. My, my, my taste in music is all over the place. Like, I'll be listening to rock one week, jazz the next week, classical, like... I swear to God, I feels like it gives me some type of adrenaline that I need, like... Because, obviously, this week alone, I basically... Okay, last week, I was very... 
down with my mm-hmm. with my music stuff here yeah, and I wanted to give up here yeah, cool and everybody was getting on to me yeah so I was like let me test my mind and give myself a 10-day challenge which I'll just give new content every single day mm-hmm. what day what day free now every single day till day 10 just to prove myself that I can actually do it and I've been listening to this song so I just be like yeah I got it you got this all right and let's and the beat is strong. It's cold. The beat is cold. That. What? It's cold. That was on some serious crack when I was eating this home. <laughs> I'm finished. <laughs> oh, my God. God. <laughs> What's yours, though? Mine is actually a jazz song. So there's an artist that I really, really love called Gregory Porter. He released an album, I think, at the end of August. So that's what I've kind of been listening to. So he just dropped a video um, for, well, not just, but like quite recently oh dropped gosh, a video. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a song called Concord. Um, staring back at me. I'm holding on to this dear earth. With love and gravity. Yeah. I, I finally had a chance to take in the album. Um, and yeah, so that's my one of my favorite songs from the album. And I feel like, yeah, I don't really give myself enough time to take an album, so I really didn't want to rush his one because I really, really do love his music. So yeah, my track of the week is Gregory Porter, Concord. All right, so let's tell the people where they can find us. Well, my Twitter is mdixo. My Instagram is music. Wait, Jesus, my Instagram is me with a music blogger. Jesus, how can I forget my Instagram name like that? And you can follow us on Rhyme Sheet Pod on Twitter and Insta. Yeah, Rhyme Sheet on Insta, Rhyme Sheet Pod, I think, on Twitter. I always get, like, which one it is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, and if you want to join in on the conversation, be sure to hashtag Rhyme Sheet. You didn't say your name, Ray! Don't worry, I will say my name, I'll get there. <laughs> oh my god, you, you know, I was so tempted to start singing Destiny's Child the moment you said that, but I was like, no, it's not even crazy. crazy. <laughs> yes, yeah, say my name. I'm like, it's not every day. <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm just starting now.